What are you drinking, buddy? <laughs> Mostly vodka, apparently, but... <laughs> ah, yes, the huge. Cheers. Adams is just the opposite of when you go to a bar and get, like, a lemonade and vodka. Like, where they, like, do a Some little vodka tiny... vodka lemonade. Yeah, like a little... <laughs> A little fucking pour vodka and they fill it the rest of the way with lemonade there's Adams a-, is a spritz of lemonade at the bottom and then just pouring half a bottle of vodka into a cup i saw it's not t- even lemonade it's just a little bit of lemon juice and like a sugar cube <laughs> i saw a tiktok yesterday that there's a speakeasy in chicago that's like hidden that it's kind of the point of a speakeasy isn't it that's literally <laughs> the definition of a speakeasy is a hidden bar it's all decked out as if it was in the 1920s and when you order a mixed drink they fill a glass up with like ice and alcohol all the way to the top and then they give you the soda that go that mixes into it in a can next to it and I love they, this place and they expect you to essentially mix it in your mouth i love that the let's, yeah, go, let's chaser. go yeah let's go okay yeah, i want to go there adam's learning all about alcohol on it's making the things around that's it. hypothetically like a triple date kind of yeah we could do that for like a triple I date i mean we adam and i could just do it and well am i can i come can it just be the three of us or am i still no okay, no it's maybe. just jeff and i jeff and i haven't <laughs> been able to hang out so long for a while yeah it's been a long time been like two years now no, exactly. i can like <laughs> it's been that long but... i can sit at the end of the bar really i just want someone to drive me there i'll sit at the end of the bar Well, the oh yeah, I know I, my video is awful, and it's not going to be fixed for a bit. Oh, four more minutes, and it will be fixed. Is it a driver update? Uh, I this is being recorded, so I can't tell you what I'm doing. Yeah, it's illegally downloading shit, but I can't tell you anything. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny these accusations. <laughs> I have a limited amount of time to do things on my computer. Talking about someone who tried to fucking deny accusations. Hey. Welcome everyone to the new episode of Drunken Jerks. I'm Jeff. I'm Adam. I'm Nick. And uh, we're alcoholics. And that's really about it. So if you guys would like to find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can go into the description and find our link tree. That or and we'll also- be outside your local liquor store. Yeah, also, give us some good reviews on the iTunes. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, I am drinking this Angry Orchard that I'm trying to power through because I, I thought it sounded good and then I started drinking it and I don't want it anymore. And then I have this plethora of bush diesels that I have sitting on my desk to wash this down with. I am <laughs> drinking uh, vodka orange Fanta and Fanta. i didn't know you were such a fan of the nazi regime yeah i have yet to listen to that episode <laughs> i need to listen to that episode Crazy. I, uh, <laughs> is it i it's a struggle right now because i filled it up with the soda first and then i was like okay and i started counting my uh shots meaning one shot was sandra lead that long. shit yeah and <laughs> and it is way more vodka than i want it to be <laughs> We're a wild bunch. Yeah, you fucking... First episode recorded since Nick blew out his foot. Yeah, that's true. Surgically. Uh, It still hurts quite a bit, actually. So what are you drinking that you're not supposed to be drinking? 
Uh, Don't follow in our footsteps. Camelot Mead. There we go. Camelot Mead. Is the bottle still there? You couldn't? Yeah, I couldn't. (laughs) Camelot Mead. Yes, because for some reason I Disclaimer, Nick is not mixing opioids and alcohol. I was not prescribed any. Nick said... No to the opioids. I'll wash. I'll take away all the pain with alcohol, and that's how he's dealt with his surgery since then. Not wrong. <laughs> I never went to the pharmacy to pick him up. So. Well, we're glad you're back because we didn't record as many episodes to get through you not being here. So <laughs> yeah. appreciate you doing this <laughs> because our it, schedule it hurt. Well, so I drove a lot today and sat up a lot today. Uh, so this hurts. <laughs> Like, really, I can't wait to sit back on my couch and do nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, sadly threw this episode together in less than 24 hours. Like because 48. we, we never, credit. you, I guess, 48. I threw the outline I was told together about in less 48 than 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I but, still don't know what the topic is today. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. It's nothing like, it's not, we're going like back other... to how we used to be, like the original, original versions. <laughs> Where Adam yeah. goes in blind. Yeah, but like you'll pick up on things pretty quickly because this isn't like a lot of controversy or uh, conspiracies on who did it. It's pretty fucking straightforward on what happened, who did it, and why. So <laughs> you'll pick up pretty quick. We'll but we're, we are actually, and we're going to talk about the uh, Lauren Giddings case where. Uh, she was killed by her next door neighbor in her apartment complex, and his name is Stephen McDaniel. Um, is it me or does Stephen McDaniel look like uh, the dude from uh, Game Grumps? Danny uh, from Game Grumps. Oh well, let's find out. He's a groomer. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped up when I typed his name into fucking Google. So, uh, uh, yeah, no, he does. He does. Um, slightly uh thinner like i don't know about thinner but like uh not as chiseled out face i don't know enough about the danny from game grumps to know if because i've I've heard conflicting things on if he's a groomer or not so i'm just gonna not say shit he hasn't been canceled yet so he didn't get the he didn't get the mini lad treatment so it's not like dave chappelle no, no one's like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is fucking literally Teflon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could come out as a Nazi and people would be like, eh. have you heard about all the sh- yeah, 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 oh, I, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. I haven't listened to his special yet. I but... haven't either. I want to, but yeah. I don't think Dave Chappelle's really that funny to begin with. So I, I was think he's pretty a fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's like up him. there. With, he's up there with like Bill Burr. I think Bill Burr is probably my favorite comedian right now. I do like Joe Rogan's stand up. I'm kind of exclusively only listen to UK comedians at this point. That's not surprising at all, given love, what I know about you. I love UK comedy. They're I like great. the I like the Jimmy UK Carr. Guy who, love Jimmy I, Carr. I hate Jimmy Carr. I love Jimmy Carr. I hate Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Probably because he's everything you stand against. Jimmy Carr I, is like the UK version of Daniel Tosh. Is what I, I think no, of what I, I think I of him. I don't like Jimmy, I also don't like the Australian dude. Fucking oh, Jim Jeffries. My favorite. I hate. I hate. Oh, Jim Jeffries. I really, Adam. For that reason, I hate Jim Jeffries. I love Jim Jeffries. <laughs> like I really hate Jim about, Jeffries. Hey, but we all have to love Greg Davies because he created Taskmaster. <laughs> I've never watched anything from him. 
Same. I think uh, we did it better though. Yeah. Um, I like the British dude who does the spam emails. Like oh yeah, he's good. All right, well, back on topic. Yeah, <laughs> that's all getting cut out. You don't know that. So my sources are. Uh, uh. and um dr todd grande <laughs> grande grande spelled like grande um you he's a like not 100 but i think he's a licensed like psychologist or he has like a bunch of degrees in psychology and stuff uh don't just go find his youtube channel for all that shit i honestly don't know don't take my word for it but he um, knows what he's talking about but uh, so I used him for some of this. Uh, I My listened source. to the Morbid podcast. Weird that I'm going to do a podcast after listening to a podcast that covered this topic. But uh, the re- way it's going to be different is there's two of them. There's three of us. And we're intoxicated and dumb as fuck. So. Mm, so better. <laughs> I think I, we'll I leave that to that the far. masses. We I are, think we'll leave that to the masses. We are <laughs> I like their podcast. overly entertaining. So fair i i like um, their podcast they did a good job with this this topic and it's where i got a lot of my info to be able to structure this outline because i decided to research in 24 hours and they did it in an hour and a half so uh i and then of course just a bunch of online articles. my stuff. sources uh the jcs criminology youtube page because i was told about this 48 hours ago and i watched one they're YouTube the ones that i watched for the chris watts breakdown okay of his interview they, 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 really per, yeah, they, they did really good on breaking down his interview like well they break the thing is is they don't only break down the suspect they also break down like the detective yeah. techniques we'll we'll get to it but like for this when they fat like they fast forwarded like yeah the interview by like twenty thousand times and like it's kind of creepy it's so creepy yeah but, yeah we'll talk about it it's super fucking creepy I don't have sources because I'm learning the same stuff the same time you <laughs> listeners are. What kind of vodka are you drinking? That's your source. Um, credit them. Uh, the big New Amsterdam that Justin brought to my house like a year ago that's still sitting here because I don't drink plain vodka. <laughs> that's understandable. It's pretty, pretty racist of you. <laughs> Against the Danes. Even though I'm pretty sure New Amsterdam is actually New York, but we'll move past New York, that. what? Uh, oh, you New mean York. Like the alcohol? No, no. New York used to be called like New Amsterdam or something because it was originally a Danish colony. Uh, Educational. There we go. There we go. We got the tag. Oh, right, no, it's so. made in California, so. <laughs> Fuck <damn>. me. <laughs> Lauren Giddings was born in on April 18th, 1984 in Tacoma Park, Maryland. Um, I don't have a whole lot more on her early life, but uh, she ended up after high school, she moved to she moved down to Georgia to get a degree in political science. Macon, in Georgia. Georgia. Macon. Uh, no, no. she Macon's where she goes to law school. Oh. I can't remember where she went to undergrad, but I've never met, I've never heard people with more of a Georgian accent than those people from Macon, Georgia. You've never even heard of Macon, Georgia. Oh, yeah, today. dude, that detective was rough. Yeah. No, I've um, heard of Macon, Georgia. <laughs> she moves down there. Um, all of her friends basically said that, like, she was basically a Southern girl from heart, and that's kind of why she moved down there. So she ends up moving down there. She gets her undergrad in 
political science. So, of course, she goes and does the only logical thing to do with that, which is get a law degree. Because I don't really know what the fuck else you're supposed to do with political science. Become because... a political staffer in D.C. and be groped by Ted Kennedy. Which is technically much worse than being mm-hmm. a lawyer. Lawyers, a lot of people have shit for because some of them are... You could you know, be getting groped by Ted Kennedy or a Kennedy. Just any of them. Is that a bad thing? I don't like the Kennedys. Okay, that's a bad thing. Now we know. At least all the Kennedys are attractive, though. I think that's highly debatable. I, I, Ted Kennedy looked like a potato. <laughs> so he was not a good-looking man. So she goes to law school at Mercer University School of Law, or however it is. Sorry for fucking that up, because we're unprofessional. So we have to. That's how we wrote people in. Steven meets her because they live in the same apartment complex and they are neighbors. I think he, from what it sounds like, from the things he does, he lives below her. Like, the level below her. Because there's, later on, we'll get into it, but he has a video of, like, him pushing a camera up into her window. Which means he could have been her neighbor and just went under her window and pushed it up and tried to record without being seen. But, I, I don't know. So, Steven met Lauren... Um, he was immediately interested in her. Uh, he eventually asked her out at one point, but she like rejected the, him. Like the disgusting was... male b- pig that he is. <laughs> he, so he is garbage. So yeah, yeah. that is true. Yeah, um, fair. So is the rest of that. You couldn't have just left, right? Couldn't have just left it. Oh, this is gonna be an awful one. This is gonna be fucking awful. We've forgotten what it's like when Adam has no idea what's happening. So Adam just makes jokes the whole time. <laughs> but she rejected him because she was already dating someone at the time this was most likely her boyfriend david don't can't remember his last name (laughs) didn't look it up because i suck at this so i (laughs) um david but he was he was fucking christ (laughs) what the fuck was that i'm cutting that noise i'm sending it to adam to use for whatever (laughs) <laughs> so david was 20 years older than her oh god <laughs> didn't know he was that old which made this relationship a little odd because they were on again off again type of a relationship and i don't i don't know how it worked i don't know how they met and i don't know why she was but she was attracted to him because she like they was he a separate and he comes back no no okay god no they probably met uh, when his little brother was born at the same time. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> she does end up dating a guy that's like in her friend group and he'll become a suspect and we'll talk about why in a little bit. But uh, so her rejecting him did not stop Stephen. Or his fascination over her because he as stalkers are usually when they meet that woman it is full on this is this is what i want and i'm gonna bring this up now before i forget i think this talks this like heavily goes into what nick brought up on one of our past podcasts which was the like predators like this don't get a job and become a predator they're a predator and then they start their job mm-hmm. to continue being a predator in that life so i and i think that's why he because he also gets a law degree they graduate together so like he went to 
school and was like, this is a great place to hunt. I don't like using that term, but like be a predator. I mean, yeah. So I, I'm assuming that's probably why he got a degree in law. He wanted to be a criminal lawyer is what he tells detectives, but he's also a zoned out alien at that point when he says yes to it. So approximately two months before the murder, Stephen was looking up pictures of Lauren online and looking through her Facebook and LinkedIn profile. I don't know much about LinkedIn because I've never used it, but I don't know what you get from that. But I guess he's uh, a stalker, so he's like probably a, looking for a like job thing. Yeah. I know what it is, but I don't know what you get from that other than just like personal information, well, I guess. Well, so a lot of people, for, for some reason, use LinkedIn kind of like Facebook, but more professional. Like it, like Pete, a lot of people use it. It's exactly the same as Facebook, but you post the more professional things. world yeah for professional world you you congratulate people on having so many years at the same job or when they get a raise or stuff like that and then you can post things again like how facebook is like i had eggs this morning is, is this LinkedIn, is was like, it linkedin like that in 2011 though uh i'm not sure but I, I just know what it is right now. Wasn't Facebook still kind of in its early years back then too? Facebook started in 06. I think it became public in 06, I think. 06 huh. or 07. But I, don't I, I think that's super weird. That was weird. Um, he also, so I do, this is where things just don't add up for me because of him being graduating with a law degree nonetheless. He also at the same, at that time, he looked up. He looked up how to strangle someone until they are unconscious. It could be a sex thing. Yes. <laughs> True. Probably not. Because we will get into uh, his his porn preferences later. So it might so, be a sex thing. It might be yeah. both. It might there might be crossover. Here. It could be, but this next thing shows that it's not because a couple days before he kills her, he looks up. Uh, he looked up. This is exactly what he typed in: escape prison. Um. Which, hey, as someone with a lot of your wouldn't your wouldn't your main thing be how to get away with it without getting to that point? True, with a lot of grief, like hypothetically, because I mean, Nick and I don't have a desire to kill anyone at any point in our lives, but we have law enforcement degrees. We have a decent grasp on how to probably get away with it if you really wanted to. No, I'm but, a fool. Please, <laughs> FBI, don't look at me. Would never do it. <laughs> but on June 25th. Lauren goes out for a night drinking with her friends because she just graduated law school. Big accomplishment. Why not go celebrate? Because she's about to now start studying to take the bar exam, which is the thing that actually makes you a lawyer. You can have a law degree, but if you don't pass the bar, you're not a fucking lawyer. So a lot of steps there. And so they're all about to be in this this time of their lives where they're going to be not seeing anyone because they're going to be studying like 24 seven before the bar. So they go out at this time. She's not dating. Uh, Joe, I think was his name that I said earlier. Hopefully. Dave? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Dave's the one that she's dating at the time oh. of this. Who the fuck's Joe? Joe's the one that she was dating in between like one of the little breakups with Dave. Poor Dave. Remember they've been on again, off again since her yeah. birth. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> creepy i hated that but so they go out drinking and then they all come back to her friend ashley like her apartment one of her roommates though is is joe we're going with joe now can't remember the actual why don't you just I'm scroll just, it just scroll to no i don't have it i don't know oh, i don't have it written down because i'm an idiot <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> the professionalism <laughs> We don't have that here. We're not overly... I'm trying to get us to the overly entertaining parts. Like, I'm trying to get us through that threshold by taking away all of our I thought that was my job right now. Fact checking, not a thing we do anymore. <laughs> no? Is that just not it? She ends up staying in his room. No one knows to this day if he stayed in there with her, if anything happened like in there with, between them, or if like she stayed in there, he slept on the floor, or on the couch, or no one really knows. You have so, a couch in your room? Maybe. I mean, it sounds like what they the had a big one fucking... of her room. I don't know if it was if in her like room. Like, but they're all drunk. He might have slept on the couch out in the living room. And I thought no you were saying that like... he had a couch in his bedroom, and I'm like, fucking Elon Musk over here with extra couches just laying they're around. In law to, they're in law school. They probably have money. <laughs> that shit ain't cheap. I thought you don't get money in law school until after law school. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of how schooling works. Well, I realize that, but you're poor as fuck until you finish. You don't know that. His parents could have been rich. His dad could have been a lawyer and got him a couch. But he's rich. That's you true. Don't if we know him. If we've done our research, we might you don't know a possibly <laughs> Joe. <laughs> um, fucking so. child predator over here. <laughs> this is Dan. Where's Dave. Dan? Yeah, Dave. I was like, Dan. <laughs> Dave, it's now Dave, we got guys. Dan. Okay, so we got Dan, Dave, and Joe. The last time she is saw is is sawn. The last time she's seen is Saturday morning when she leaves. Joe sees her, and that's the last time she's seen. Joe obviously becomes a fucking suspect when all this goes down. So the weekend passes. No one like hears from her, sees her, but everyone thinks she told her family before this that she's probably not going to be talking to anyone because she's going to be studying. So no one really thinks much of it. Um, her group of friends go like, try calling her at one point the next week. She doesn't answer, but they're walking by her apartment complex and they see her car out front. So they're like, okay, maybe she's just really hardcore studying, but kind of weird that you don't answer your phone. And she also likes to run. They're like, maybe she went for a run without her phone, which is also weird, but still maybe a thing. They eventually decide we're going to go, so one of their friends has like a skeleton key or something for some reason but they they get into her apartment and they see that her phone her wallet her purse her id are all in her room but she's nowhere to be found at this point when they're looking through her her apartment steven comes by and like peeks his head in the door and goes hey what's going on they tell him and he's like oh my god and he helps he's now a part of the search party so they find out all this stuff and they call the police the police show up and at one point as they're going up the stairs they catch a whiff of something that only like very specific people would know the scent of your doctors nurses emts police those is people it, would only know is it the smell of uh decaying animal flesh yes human specifically but yes so they actually mammalian follow, these cops pretty good uh they follow the scent to a trash can and there's two bags in the Boom. trash can they open the trash can pull out the first bag it is just garbage 
they go to pick up the second bag as the bag is being pulled up the officer immediately knew he's like there are human remains in this bag which is pretty gonna be pretty obvious because her torso's in there only her torso but that's a lot of fucking weight where what's with us and we've had two cases where it's just a torso <laughs> i found the other parts of her I everything mean, the last i don't know really her name but they had other parts of the last lady that we talked about but she was just a torso because, for a while because it used to be that dismembering makes it harder to find out who the body is before dna before, okay because you can't get fingerprints or blood dna or anything from it because they didn't have the technology back then they do now it's 2011 yeah i was like this is 2011 so now i'm concerned so they do run dna on it and it is her um but at this point they pull the bag out and they find that it's a human torso they don't know if it's her yet because it's only a torso there's no identifying marks and they don't have the they actually don't technically have the right to claim it as her at that point so fun little fact for people um cops also can't claim the time of death like when they arrive on scene there's a dead body there if it even if that body is just a torso they cannot claim that person is dead a coroner has to show up and claim the that person as deceased well because don't fact. don't they need like they try to get like time of death to as part of claiming them as dead so, so the coroner has to do like the research to be like when do yes, i think but they died the, the it, legally coroners are like the only people that are allowed to claim someone is dead at like at a crime scene right nick Sorry. this is a, this is an audio audio, audio is it yeah. based thing here my guy in my sincere non-professional somewhat accurate opinion <laughs> i concur i learned that one in crimes investigations i concur Thanks, that crazy little lady that taught crime scene investigations at Western Illinois. No, I didn't learn shit. Oh, she was amazing. I loved her. But so at this time, they get the they get the torso. This time, uh, reporters are outside, out front, ask like questioning, not questioning, but like interviewing people about like the missing person and everything and they just found out that there's a body because they can fucking see it but there's a torso Stephen mcdaniels comes back from being a helpful little son of a bitch in the search party out looking for her, and he's one of the people that gets grabbed to do a live interview on tv and oh, this helpful. is why this case is so weird and like prominent in everyone's head because this video has been going around a lot lately and i don't know why but so he is being interviewed. You can find it on YouTube, by the way. Just type in Stephen McDaniel's TV interview and it'll pop up. Um, and he they're asking him, they're like, and he they're asking him just questions about like, oh, like what type of person was she? And he's like really sincere, like she was an amazing personable person, she was a people person, just a really kind like woman. And then they bring up, they're like, well. Um, do you think that the body they just found is her? And he 180 changes how he is and he goes like blank face and he just goes but, but body and they go yeah they just found a torso around back and they don't know whose it is yet but 
if it's her, then they have the body. <clears throat> he just goes, but body? And they're like, <clears throat> and they're like, are, are you okay? He's like, I need to sit down. And they pan the camera as he walks away. And he like falls onto the curb and just like sits there. So then a little bit more time goes by. And then does, he it, decides, does it look like shock of like, oh fuck, or shock is in? It oh looks God. like he's because, broken. Yeah. But like, like, like it's take, not take away that we know right. what's going on. Like, does it like, okay, like looking at it with like unassuming eyes of who did it and not knowing yeah. what happens. Like, does it look strange? Yes. It, it's it's overacted. It's, it, it's not even overacted. It's just, it's not quite. It's just not normal. Yeah. I you know I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say it's not normal because I might react that way. It's just not it's it's like it's like missing something. I think if that was uh if you wanted to play it off as I didn't kill her, you'd be like they found her body, like be more concerned and also shocked. But that was you have to remember these people also lack empathy usually so the other weird thing about that is how he slides in we the only thing we can think of is that she went out running and someone snatched her is he's the only one that thinks that and he threw that in there as a like little thing that maybe that's where the investigation will go if i throw that idea out there no one else was thinking that at the time like the cops had just shown up and they just found her torso like no one was thinking that like (laughs) yeah the way he handles that is so weird. And then from there on out, this man is like a robot. Because Nick will get into it here soon by breaking down his interview with the detectives and stuff. But this man just becomes a fucking robot. Like, he only answers yes and no, or in like one word answers. It's super fucking creepy. So leading up to this time, Lauren had told her friends that she felt like she was being watched or had a stalker and everyone kind of just blew it off, which is weird because I I feel like if someone were to come up to one of us and be like, I think it's like, I I feel like I'm being watched. Like that's not something people usually just throw to the side. Like it's, I feel like that's something that's kind of hard to like, no one really like, you don't know, you're not that person. Like, everyone knows the feeling of like oh like that uncomfort like that discomfort of like uh, something's weird here yeah and she felt that and like i feel like every human being feels that but none of her friends thought much of it and it wasn't her first time saying that but she was saying that like there were times where like she would come back and like to her apartment and stuff was like in different places and like or something was missing which is because of steven steven was getting into her apartment um steven had stolen a skeleton key from a security guard or not a skeleton key but the master key from a security guard so he had access to every apartment and he also as we'll get into when the police get to search his place he had her key her spare key so yeah she felt like someone was like following her the entire time once once her dad william finds out that she is missing he immediately gets in his car and starts the 11 hour drive to georgia by the time he gets there the torso is already found and brought back 
and he shows up that he and he walks into the station he goes i want to id the body i want to id her torso and the officer being as luckily was a very good officer can told him no this isn't the way you want your last like memory of your daughter to be he's like you don't want that i am a father i have a daughter and i am telling you this is not how you want your last memory of your daughter to be i am questioning how like when's the last time he's seen her torso I don't think he knew it was a torso at that point. I think okay. he just heard that they got a body. That they had the body? Okay. Yeah, he I'm like, was like, I like, went not to in ID the her. creepy way that Nick just gave me a weird look on. But, like, she's in the, a full adult. Like, when's the last time that he has seen her? Unless she has, like, tattoos. A tattoo or something. Or yeah. an obvious birthmark or something like that. Like, uh, this was in, what year was this, can, Jeff? 2011. 2011. There's, D- there's DNA enough. They can Well, just... well I realize so that's where I'm getting dads at. to want to go and identify the torso is a weird thing to like how are you going to identify it yep there's tits like what like there's a body there's like where are you going to identify like you don't know what your daughter looks like there anymore (laughs) hopefully yeah Yeah, hopefully hopefully you don't know what your daughter looks like there anymore but william is eventually talked out of it and he he thanked the officer. He's like, "Thank you, I, I I I get that." DNA does come back. It is it is Lauren's body. So now the main suspects are Joe, the last person to see her, well, known person to see her. We'll get to that later. Uh, and then Ooh. Dave. But Dave, they go to question Dave. Dave was in California at the time, and they were like, the way like they made it sound was like they were questioning him, and he was like, "No, like." I, I haven't seen her like I was in California like yeah he was very helpful though they, he, they were like well do you have any way of proving that he was like I mean I I was in California and they're like do you have receipts and he was like oh, yeah I mean like I don't have them on me but like, yeah let me go inside and grab receipts that I was in California and he showed them and he was cleared so it's Joe and after the whole shenanigans of being interviewed on TV Steven <laughs> because the reporters went over to the police afterwards they're like hey this dude's acting pretty fucking weird there's some shenanigans because he didn't only do that one he got back up afterwards and voluntarily went over to the like the reporter and was talking to them again like oh my god she was amazing like i can't believe this would happen like almost like trying to come back from the way he acted at the end of the first interview with them like trying to be like okay i'm like calm down now like let me but when he comes back he's not like he, he's not like shaken anymore he's almost back to the way he was before he found out that there was a body like he he acts like he's really broken he's like breaking his voice and all of a sudden he starts talking about her completely normal he's not crying or anything which was like kind of the weird thing so he goes down to the station with the police and they talk to him the first time and the first thing he says to him is he's like i'm a virgin i'm waiting to- till marriage Weird thing to just throw out there because no one ever said anything about she was sexually assaulted. So, sir, 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 who the fuck asked? They're like, okay, weird. They had probable cause to go into his, or they, I think he might have gave them permission, maybe 
No, I don't think he gave him permission. I can't remember why, but they got into his apartment. Uh, he admitted to like stealing something. No. Very so he small. does that after they find it in his apartment, though. I can't remember why they got into his apartment the first time. They might have got a search warrant that fast at that point to go in and like look specifically for something. But he they go in and they find a pair of underwear that's cut out to like look like it's supposed to be worn as a, a mask. mask. Yeah. They find guns, they find a bunch of swords. They find a stash he had, like, of food. Three guns. Yeah, they. Found... I don't think he had ammo for anything. But also, it's like Georgia. Like having guns means. Like, no, yeah, really. in Georgia like, means fucking fuck all. So, It'd be more shocking. They also never. They also never said what kind of guns they were. We don't know. He could have been an avid hunter or gone out hunting. Everyone. He was not because he said like he never shot the guns. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the interview, he said he weird. would never. He never shot any of the guns he bought. Well, he Which was set up. Stupid. He, he was set up for like a post-apocalyptic type so, thing. So, but the, okay, he had no. He had a whole stash of like long-lasting food. Like they oh. said, they went in there like, what in the fuck? Like he had like spam, ramen, like a bunch of canned foods, and like that was. Just he a could huge be Mormon. Section. All right, Mormons do that. Yeah. Okay, but he wasn't. So <laughs> no, but still, that's not something that I'd consider. He has. Uh, he has every right to do that. That's not entirely abnormal. Yeah. No, I'm there not saying. People, I mean. Yeah, like that's it's not, not entirely like a... odd, but like what I find, like so I'm, I, gun owner, within a week of me receiving or buying a gun, I take it shooting because I don't want to have something in my house that I don't know how to use. That I don't know. Okay, this is, I at least have some approximation of recoil. I have some approximation of does it jam? Does do I? Does it have feeding issues? Does it need? Does it have these things? Every time I buy a gun, I make sure I put at least 100 rounds of ammo through it just to see if there's any issues that I need to be aware of. How quickly it gets dirty and yeah, does it does it, start do shooting I need, poorly. Do I need to clean it every 100? Do I need to clean it every 1,000? Do do I need? Does it pull right? Does it pull left? Does, do I need to adjust the aiming? On the last gun I bought, the sights were zeroed in high, so I ended up fucking shooting the ground three times. <laughs> Um, and then I realized, all right, I adjusted for that. And then I knew that, all right, I tweaked the sights and then I fix it. Like those are, th- that's something that normal gun owners do. You don't just buy them and never shoot them. Well, the thing that changed everything in this little scenario was they found a box of condoms. Yeah, why weird. would some, why would someone who says they're a virgin waiting for marriage have condoms? So they ask him. And his response is, well, I stole them from another apartment that I burglarized, which gives them immediate cause to arrest. Yep. Cause to arrest. So now they can hold them while they also now have the right to search the rest of his apartment, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is where they find the master key. And illegal advice from Jeff and Nick. Don't admit to fucking misdemeanors or felonies. (laughs) Unprovoked, nonetheless. Advice from everyone. And then just talk to the police willingly. Don't do anything without a lawyer. That's that's the only advice you need. Honestly, that's really anything without a lawyer. So they find those, and then they find. Well, they haven't found it yet. They go and they search the maintenance room because there's this fucking there's a fucking master key missing. They search the janitor's room. There's a hacksaw on it in it. They they do some testing on it. In the on the hacksaw is Lauren's flesh and blood. Now, Stephen's trying to say I'm being framed. 
not true best of us not true because they then go back to his apartment and find well after talking to the janitor or the maintenance guy and he's like no like i don't have a hacksaw why would i like i don't have a purpose for one and i've never bought one that's not mine well they go back into steven's apartment and the package for the hacksaw is in his trash can so yeah i've only ever used a hacksaw never and what purpose would he have for having a hacksaw while living in an apartment he's uh so this gives oh no making his shotgun short barreled so at this point after all this with steven like in his apartment and finding the torso they decide to go in and they have their crime scene text they do a luminol test on her bathtub which they said lit up like a christmas tree because what happened is Stephen at 4.30 in the morning got into her apartment, snuck with gloves and a mask on, went into her... Well, before this, he is when he did the weird camera thing, trying also, to figure out if she was in her living room or not. Before we jump too far ahead, luminol is that blue light you see on like CSI that illuminates yeah. blood. That's luminol, for those who don't know what the fuck luminol is. It's like black lighting semen. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, essentially. Except you have to like add something to make blood show up. Yeah, I can't so remember it, what it is. I, is it luminal? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't. Check, I don't know the technical terms either. But so Stephen checked to see if she was in her living room. Saw she wasn't. Got into her apartment. Snuck in with a mask and gloves on. Was standing at the end of her bed watching her for a little bit, and then he started sneaking around her bed. But. One of her floorboards creaked and she woke up and she in a passive aggressive tone said, just get the fuck out, which is a ballsy fucking move to someone you don't know. That's an intruder in your house. Yeah. That's not how so, I react. <laughs> props to her on just being like, get the fuck out and trying to go back to sleep. Like good for you, I guess, but wild. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a play. Yeah. It's not my reaction. Mine's, substantially more violent <laughs> so steven then jumps on the bed and starts strangling her at some point during this she's fighting for her life by the way she's clawing him up and everything she yeah, knocks his mask on, off like, his belly yeah, and shit his belly and his face she knocks his mask off and sees it him and she sees it's him and she literally goes steven knock it off and then i don't like steven that. strangles her to death That's... he then takes her body and moves it to the bathtub and then leaves her apartment. He leaves it there till midnight, where he finally goes back in and decide, I guess, decided how he was going to dispose of the body, which was cut it up in her bathtub, clean up, take the torso, put it in the dumpster behind the apartments, and then he took her legs, arms, and head and took it to a trash can behind a building on the university. When, when did he kill her? If he... At 4.30 in the morning. In the morning, and then he waited until midnight the midnight next day. The next day, yeah. That's not a horrible idea because at that point, uh, lividity is set in enough where you aren't going to have fucking wild artillery spray or, or arterial spray, yeah, to where like you'll get it everywhere. Like the at that point, blood's kind of just like splitting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just there, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just gonna start pooling, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I mean, yeah, there's no blood yeah. pressure left, yeah. So. And, like, it's coagulated enough to where it's not just... He dumps the other body parts behind a, in a trash can behind one of the university buildings. 
So his plan was because trash was supposed to be picked up that day, but the crime scene happened too early at the apartments that when the truck showed up, they couldn't get back there to get the bin. So they did the university first and they got, they unloaded her remain, her other remains into the truck first. And to this day, they've never been found. Oh, because they dumped the fucking, he probably dumped the, they checked landfills. They checked all the trucks. They did everything, but yeah, it was just too far. It was just too late. So Steven gets brought back to do his next interview with the detectives. And this is where Nick gets to take over on this super creepy section. So when he's interviewed, when the, when the cops actually interview him after they find the body and everything, or the torso, I should say, um, he, he, at first, he's relatively personable. He's relatively talkative. Like he's shooting the shit with the detectives. Um, but by the way, before they walk in, though, he is just sitting there stagnant, like straight up in his chair. Yeah, yeah. Arms and, at side, just staring forward. But he, but when they come in, he's able to like, he's relatively talk and talkative, communicable. And then at some point, when they start putting pressure to him, over the course of like twenty four hours, <laughs> this man he shuts completely down instantly the interview starts just after 11 yeah and like for 24 hours afterwards he just shuts down and it's yes no i don't know that's it that's all he says that's like he might say a couple other things when asked a complex question but well when he's asked why he's doing it he'll and he'll give a better a, a more and more of an answer but like other than that it's just i don't know yeah no yes sir no it's, sir i don't it's, know it's not like that though the thing that makes it so great you can watch it on youtube where mm. nick and i saw i watched part of it it's it's not just yes no i don't know there is there it, it's the thing that makes it so creepy is the lack he doesn't of move. anything the, there he doesn't move and there's a lack of anything behind it it's just so yes no so i don't know uh, he they fast the the video i watched they fast forwarded his interview by 20,000 times and his movements are non-existent like he doesn't change his stance he doesn't move his arms the only he time he moved is when he's asked to yeah and the, the detective first gets in there and he's like trying to like kind of relate with him a little bit he's like oh just put your hands up on the on the table mm-hmm. he literally just puts them up like straight up from his sides, just puts his palms straight down on the desk and just sits there like that the rest of the I, time. Like I, I t- today I had a one-on-one lunch, <laughs> and I changed my my stat my stature. I moved hundreds of times in like over the course of three Doing hours. Doing this over Zoom, yeah. I move a fuck. Time. Yeah, like, and <laughs> this man moved not at not at all over the yeah. course of. 24 hours and again over the course of three hours i changed my how i was sitting i touched my face i wrung my hands hundreds of times in 24 hours he doesn't do any of those things once and then the only other time he moves is when the detectives like look at me like when we're talking like in a polite way he's not like demanding him but yeah like can you please like look at me when you're talking to me and he just whips his head and looks at him and then never never looks eye away contact. and it's so creepy so that's something from interviews for like so we're told 
in society that like if an honest person looks you in the eye and that's bred into us in our society and when someone who's trying to a lot of times people who are trying to lie think that they don't they don't actively think of it but like just kind of in the back of their head they're like all right i need to make eye contact to be more believable they overdo it they never drop eye contact over the course of hours which is like you i don't care who you are keeping eye contact for hours is impossible i hate keeping eye contact for like more than five seconds like if i'm talking to you that's that's a a normal thing that's a normal thing because like people like i make eye contact with you and then i've never made eye contact something something catches my eye severely autistic though so that's why. yeah well yeah exactly <laughs> i'm not a serial like, killer i swear <laughs> maybe we'll um, find out later yeah we can't wait to do our one-on-one jeff when adam gets arrested <laughs> yeah um uh all because but, i don't make eye contact <laughs> yeah all because you don't make eye contact and you don't um, follow our fucking rule of our number one rule of always have a lawyer when talking to the police <laughs> that's true i'm, I'm way too nice and they're gonna naive. come up they're gonna be like what's up buddy i saw your team won last night and then you're gonna spill everything that's of your true. life yeah <laughs> so anyway the bodies are here shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, anyways you have blood on your shoes you're holding a knife and that person's dead right there they're all buried in nick's crawl space <laughs> oh allegedly (laughs) allegedly um but that's that's a big thing is eye contact and like he overdoes it because that he thinks if i make if i keep eye contact i'm more believable i also i'm sure at some point during his studies of law he probably especially he's going to criminal law probably learned some side was his specialty criminal law that's what so they ask him in the interview they're like uh like what kind of law did you want to do and he starts listing off law and he's he says criminal law and he goes yes so assuming oh. from then that yes that's oh, the, because he listed he off give some a complex then, answer yeah he just said yes to criminal law and he's like you want to do criminal law and he says yes again um i'm assuming he took some sort of like because i mean as even for Nick and I doing law enforcement, we had to take like a psych class as mandatory to kind of mm-hmm. understand how people work. Even though we were psych majors. Well, yes, we also did that. So we yeah. have a little bit more to go off of. But like, even if they, if, even if you were a law enforcement major with a minor in something else, you still have to take a psych class to yeah. somewhat understand how people's brains work at like a minute level but i'm assuming in law you also have to learn that like because you're going to be dealing with criminals especially in criminal you're going to be dealing with criminals if you're a defender or a prosecutor like you're gonna have to know how someone's brain works to try to like lie and get through stuff i'm assuming some of this kind of came from i'm wondering if maybe he was like if i just give yes no answers because i don't have a lawyer and i am a lawyer like i have a law degree maybe i can get through this myself i don't know because this dude's fucking weird. Yeah. It's a way to C- put it. Carry on, my guy. Um, so event one, so like we all know from TV, good cop, bad cop. Yeah. One cop comes in, and, hey, I'm your buddy. Hey, buddy, hey, pal. He's like the he's like your coach from Little League. What's up, sport? And then there's you bad cop. That, you um, use that bat so well on their head. Yeah. As, and a, then, as a coach, I don't like 
that we are dragging my profession into this. <laughs> well, uh, and then there's bad cop. I don't. The way Adam I don't it. speak to those well, Adam, kids like that. Adam, uh, the hey, bad Jimmy. cop is how you coach. <laughs> hey, That's hey, Jimmy. true. It's different. you really fucking suck out there. Uh, yeah, that's more me. <laughs> yeah, as mean as it sounds, I am blunt. I'm to the point. Don't. I'm too yeah. close to Adam, the same age. Adam's that age that I'm coaching. Jimmy, you to, you stop that shit. fuck over there. But everything else for the last like minute and a half while you're out there, I'm gonna need was you to shit. figure it the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> I'm gonna need shit. you to figure it the fuck out. Right I have now. said things very similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> as someone Wait, who dealt you... with coaches most of my life as an athlete into college. And at the college level, yeah, no, I understand. The I whole, find like bluntness is bluntness is easier. Bluntness is better. It's easier. Yeah, well, what you just did, especially the older you get, mad. the older you get, like you're gonna come off to the sideline. The coach is gonna be like, you know what you're supposed to do. You're gonna be like, yeah, and they're gonna be like, well, you didn't fucking do it. And you're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I noticed. I fucked it up. What you did right there, brilliant. Everything else, absolute shit. <laughs> I've I don't. I don't even know how you fucking made that play because <laughs> yeah. everything was so bad. But I've, congrats on figuring it out. But I've figure sat, out the rest. I've sat here for the past five minutes trying to figure out how you <laughs> fucked up that badly. I've literally brought a kid in and be like, okay, two things. First thing, that thing that you just did right before you got off the ice was really good. I'm really proud of you for that. And now let's go back thirty seconds beforehand when you the reason that you had to do something spectacular was because you shit the bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you caused your own greatness. If, if you were just, you. if you were just mediocre, you wouldn't have had to have been so fantastic. <laughs> I want to use that. That's going to be like my first ever line. If I become a coach in anything. <laughs> anyway, good cop, good bad, bad cop. cop. Yeah. yeah. Good cop, bad cop. There is no good cop in any of these. detectives. <laughs> It's just the, one of them tries. The <laughs> one of them tries for like the first five minutes, and it doesn't work. And he just says, "Fuck this! This guy's creeping me out. We're just gonna rail yeah, him." It's just, it's just like, "Hey, buddy, that sounds sexual." Might have been. They're gonna rail him, or yeah. they're gonna nail him, and that's more What's uh, up, sports. <laughs> that's religious. They're gonna rail him, which is sexual, or nail him, which is religious. And either way, I <laughs> you leave my I'm religion out of this. It, damn it, <laughs> you leave my religion out of this. Um, so fucking. Oh, we oh, we only get bad cops here, and these cops just basically. It's just you. Have, she has a mother. You have a mother. How does your mother feel about this? How do you think her mother feels about? And it's just. It, they don't let up for a day for like 24 hours. Also, this isn't a county where this probably happens often. I don't think these cops are super well trained. Georgia's in pretty small. I've heard of it. I don't know enough about making Georgia. Let's find out. What's the population size of making Georgia? These are the sheriffs, by the way. These aren't local. Yeah, people. yeah. These, these are, are this is the county. Uh population. Where are you at? Oh, no, it's 150,000. As of 2018. I mean, that's still pretty small. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. So that's what, the whole city, though. So one thing. Oh, one, no, I still don't think they're from. If you watch it, they're not trained well enough. Here, for here, it. Here, here's one. Here's an insight on in U.S. law enforcement. In the South, it's much more county based than like up north in the Midwest and northeast out west out there. Like in those places, it's more 
locals have their thing county has their thing state has their thing down south it's very outside of the major metropolitan areas it's very we let we let the sheriff no or that or the sheriff's got it if it's something big if it's not a speeding ticket sheriff's department got it has it because they probably have more funding got it got it they got it the sheriff sheriff department got it I don't Did know why like I sound like 1950. That's basically how the whole interview goes, though. It's like they yeah, don't, really get, like, any, they don't get anything don't, from it. It doesn't change. Over the course of no. 24 hours, there's no breaking developments. It's just like he well, we'll even... get into it here in a minute. But basically after this, the, as they're searching his apartment, they find a digital camera and they take his laptop. So originally the death penalty was up for this case but they didn't have well yes but they also didn't have circumstantial evidence at the time where they're like we have nothing that completely like we don't have dna evidence we don't have fingerprints or anything that says that he did it and so they take the death penalty off because they just need to get this fucking case so they go through his computer and his digital camera so the digital camera has this creepy video of what looks like him trying to raise up the camera and he's like scanning it across the window to see if anyone's in the room. And they believe, because they don't know, but they believe that is the night that she was killed. And that was him before he went in to search to see if she was in her living room and asleep. And then on the computer, they find his porn search history, which is highly sadistic. So it is a bunch of torture porn, murder porn, all that type of shit. And they found that also while he was on those sites, he had her Facebook open with her profile picture and like her through her pictures and like her LinkedIn and stuff. So he was watching the porn with her like pictures up also while watching the porn, like full stalker mode. They also find child pornography. They then do a plea deal where they take the child pornography off. And there were five different counts of child pornography and child pornography in Georgia was five to 30 years. So um, morbid, the Morbid podcast gave this information to me, and thank you to them because I listened to their episode, and I do like them a lot. But it, that's a minimum of 30 years taken off the table, which is a little like I, I'm a person. They, so in the Morbid podcast, they're very they're not like very against plea deals. They understand that they have to happen every once in a while. But plea deals basically close cases. It takes away the trial, which is going to be a shit ton of money, and it streamlines it to okay, the, the, we have a plea deal, which is basically a confession, and we can move forward now. So he ends up getting charged. In 2014, he confesses. And he gives the story of what he did, which was scanning your apartment, going into the apartment, sneaking up. He gives good good detail of what he did. Like, he comes clean finally. <clears throat> and I am a person, to get slightly political, I'm for the death penalty. I do think that it is very flawed in this country. But I do think there are people who, for the crimes they commit, don't deserve to be a part of this fucking world anymore. But that's just who uh, I am morally. I concur. <laughs> that's just uh, me morally. Uh, yeah. I, I, I concur do. I without think getting the too system, into it, I do agree. Personally, I think the system is flawed. 
yes, I do think that there's a lot of innocent people and that get fucked over in these situations. But I, if we could figure out a way to do it better, I am so for it. Because there are a lot of people that shouldn't fucking walk this earth. And those are serial killers. Like, <laughs> uh, You might want to cut this out for what I'm about to say. It might be a little bit too much. Um, I am a firm believer that uh, if you commit a crime heinous enough... And you, you intended you, to fucking do it. You you have forfeited your your humanity, and you you are no longer a human. Uh, you are now an animal, and sometimes an animal needs to be put that, put down. This is mostly reserved for like child rape, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, even serial killers, I feel like, are kind of a eh, but like child rape. If you can plan it's out like a- taking someone's life and you go through with it and you knew the consequences for it, I think you have taken away. Like, I think you have invoked your right of you deserve to also die. Yeah, like, it, I, like look at a dog, no matter what you're in, like you are doing your best to train the dog and the dog still goes out and attacks people. The dog's being put down by you understanding as a human being, there's nothing going else out you can do to fix this. Like, yeah. by, if you're going out and attacking people, like, here's the thing: like, you're waving your like. At least humans are trying to train the dogs, and sometimes the dog's personality and mental stability is just not handled in society. It's not okay in society, and they're going to they're go just raised by people. the yeah. wrong people, like, or they're and. And you as a human have the brain capacity to understand what's right and wrong and still choose to go out and attack people the same way a innocent, like a, a dog, a innocent dog would do. And we still put the innocent dog down because they're not fit to be in society at all. You understand. So you definitely shouldn't be in society at all. This is, and then everyone's like, yeah, just give them life in prison. <clears throat> life in prison is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Because literally, there's an ongoing joke that might as like because the I'm cost pretty, of living is so high that you might as well just go to jail because then that like you get. I'm pretty sure it costs more and, to put to sentence someone to death than it does to because we can't find a good life. humane way to do it. Well, no, it's just because like there's well uh, the trials, be, the appeals, and stuff. Yeah, because you literally even before the appeals, if someone is sentenced to death, it's an automatic repeal uh, appeal. Yeah, and they have to be tried again, and, and then, then they have, and, and then, then they have the appeals. Yeah, and then they have like if they can come up with the evidence, they have an basically an infinite amount of appeals they can pull. Mm-hmm. And then but, there's like, and then there's like a ten year waiting list just because it like, and yeah. like throughout those ten years they're still being investigated just to make sure it's a flawed system i get it there's like a lot of back and forth i personally just think but my personal thing is like it's flawed system but i think if there's a way to figure it out i i think those types of people shouldn't be allowed to live on this earth and that's me morally my morals might be skewed but they're my morals so fuck you (laughs) i mean that's pretty much it sadly they it sucks for the family because her remains are never found so they'd never get to do a full burial like a proper so they just have her torso they just laid to rest her torso oof which fucking sucks and that's real shitty 
What this guy is awful. He's literally one of the biggest pieces of shit. Really? Why? But that, that this that's has the true he... crime podcast biz, my guy. We talk about the worst people. <clears throat> well, has has he like it, is, uh, he, he tried to, this... to appeal and it got well, denied. In so like does he still to this day try and make people think that he didn't do it? No. So no, I don't think he ever I don't think he ever technically straight up was like trying to not, other than before his confession. So, but ever well, since then, I don't think he's ever like at this point, like if if you're agreeing to like, yeah, I did it, why aren't like just tell people where everything else is at? No, it's that's not the thing. Is like he did, like they know where the other body parts were. He told them where they were. They just couldn't find them because they were in a landfill or something. Like they mm-hmm. searched the trucks, they searched the landfill, they couldn't find them. Because by the time they knew, it was just way too fucking late. It's a landfill, dude. That shit gets filled yeah. up every day. Like, and and with decomposing and stuff and like plastic, not to, it's just it's going to be fucking impossible. And I'm pretty sure it doesn't like after a while, don't like parts of the landfill start to get like burnt off or something or like the in my area something. they got turned into a golf course. Um, in my area, they got turned into a tubing hill. Yeah, it's just like they eventually start like something Jeff, else or, happens. Nick, then. do you know Mount Trashmore? No. Oh yeah, we have a we have a big hill that is actually the garbage that has now had soil and stuff piled on top of it, and it's a big mountain. Essentially, they turn they turn one of those into now, a golf course around here. Uh, it's a tubing hill now, so fucking depressing. Every winter, you go tubing but, down the Mount Trashmore. Yeah, he's he's garbage. He's a huge piece of shit. I don't know how he got into law school and thought that like he was going to be able to. I don't, I don't know. I, if it wasn't her, it was going to be someone just with the way he is. It was going to end up being someone. I don't know. You guys got anything? Nope. Nope. Get a lawyer? I don't know. All don't right, commit well, crime? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yet again, that's it. Don't, number, don't kill other people? Sorry. Number one rule that we have here is just don't commit crimes. Number two mm-hmm. is always have Get a lawyer. With yeah. you. <laughs> and I mean, with that... um. If you go into the description of this podcast, we will have our link tree, which is all of our links to social media and where you can find us on any podcast platform. But the top link of our link tree is to our Podbean. If you go to the Podbean in the upper right-hand corner is become a patron. You click on that. If you pay a dollar a month, $3 a month, there's different tiers, $3 a month. You get the unedited versions of these. You get the whole bullshit we go through of like 10 to 15 minutes before we start recording this you get all the things that we cut out because we're fucking idiots and we are we do have our beliefs and some of them are things that we don't want out there except if you pay us i guess uh (laughs) and then at the one dollar tier you get our taskmaster special that we do every year so you'll get last year's or this i guess this past year's uh which was amazing and then you'll get this next year's you can always watch the live stream live and you don't have to pay for it so definitely tune into that when we do it. I don't know the date for that yet. And Adam's December 18th. So. December 18th, apparently. Because I've been yelled at that twice in the past week. All right, there you go. December 18th of this year, you can watch the live stream Taskmaster special. But if you don't, you can pay the $1 a month to watch it on our Podbean. And then we have other things at more at higher tiers. You get more stuff from us, like other episodes and stuff that we'll start doing when we get some 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 patrons we'll start doing some other cool little series and stuff for specifically those people and then yeah i mean 
outside of that i mean i got nothing other than uh definitely rate us rate rate our podcast give us five stars helps us out if you don't give us five stars leave it'll get adam we'll off collect. of our ass um also if you don't leave if you leave comments leave comments if they're shit we'll blast you on social media like we did the last one so i had fun with maybe that. We, maybe we'll change no probably no but nick why won't we change uh because we uh professionals change professionals absorb criticism and then they change uh because that is the standard of a professional uh we are not professionals nor do we have standards so fuck off <laughs>